Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by one of our newest and favorite sponsors, and that is Photo IQ. Photo IQ offers digital photography online courses like none other of its kind. Okay, it's explained simply, concisely. There's no jargon, no overcomplications, and there are lessons for from beginner to intermediate photographer from ages 13 and up. It's the only digital photography course of its kind that offers online um, quizzes, personal feedback. You get to upload your your homework, and it'll help you build your own portfolio. It's going to be more in depth than anything you've probably taken in high school, and even if you took some like freshman level courses in college. Okay, and you can do this all socially distance from home you know we're all stuck in our houses under these uh lockdown restrictions and you know some of your schools aren't open well this is a great way to learn a new skill maybe develop an alternate source of income and get that side gig starting to sort of free yourself up so what i need you to do is go to photoiq.co and use the promo code fiction to get you 10% off. He offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. You got nothing to lose. So ditch those pathetic sunset pictures you guys have been taking. Go to photoiq.co, use promo code FICTION, and start learning how to take anything from camera basics, still life, food, landscapes, portraits, black and white, action photos, everything that you could possibly imagine. He's got a course for it. It's going to be better than anything you can find on YouTube. So go to photoiq.co and use promo code FICTION. All right, let's get on with the show. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceilings does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Well, I guess we can all breathe a collective sigh of relief, ladies and gentlemen, because Pfizer has a cure, has a vaccine for the most deadly pandemic we've ever seen in our lifetimes, right? So this whole thing, this whole thing is now over. None of it matters. We can end the lockdowns. We don't need the masks. We've got a vaccine that's 90% effective against everything. And Joe Biden's entire platform of we've got to get COVID under control. We're going to work from day one to get this pandemic under control, blah, 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 blah. That all goes out the window. And oh, look how that worked out. Isn't that convenient that right after the election, Pfizer just makes this announcement? Just the next shoe to drop in this bizarre election, the most important election of our lifetimes, of course. <laughs> Just one more thing to get the uh, conspiracy going in you. Clearly, Pfizer was sitting on this information until after the election. It's just one more thing, one more feather in that cap that makes you think that, eh, you know, there's a lot of stuff in this election that wasn't quite on the up and up. 
But anyway, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Peddling Fiction Podcast, and I, of course, am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita, broadcasting once again, deep behind enemy lines, south of the border. Hope everybody is doing well. It is Tuesday afternoon. I did not do a Monday show. I, I was traveling this weekend, and yesterday, you know, I, I probably could have done one last night after everything closed down in uh, Puerto Vallarta at 8.30, but I went out for dinner, and then we, we got back around like 9 o'clock or something, and I figured by the time I got the episode out, you know, it would be after everybody went to bed anyway, so might as well wait till Tuesday morning. I do want to apologize for those of you who joined the Facebook live stream on Friday. I did make just about every effort that I could to get into that. Friday ended up being a, a bit of a shit show for me. We were, uh, like I said, I had my buddy come in Friday afternoon from Chicago, and we headed down to Sayulita for the weekend. And once we got there, we had rented a place on Airbnb, and they were supposed to leave a key in the lockbox. Of course, there was no key, and the host wasn't responding. And we got down there around 5 o'clock. So sunset is 6.30-ish, 6.20, 6.30. It's usually dark by about 7 now. Okay, you know, we, we can hang out and whatever until the, they get a key together for us. And, you know, we sat, had a couple drinks on the beach, whatever, hanging out. And, and you know, it starts to get to be 7 o'clock, and I still haven't heard from them. So we go back. Maybe they put a key in the lockbox for us, and they just can't communicate. The, the cell service is shoddy. Nobody has Wi-Fi in Sayulita. I found maybe one place eventually that did. But we got back to the place, and there was no key. And then we tried the, the, the room next to us just to, to fuck around and see if the, the code for the lockbox would work there. And it did, and there was a key in there. And the room was unoccupied, but hadn't been cleaned or anything like that. So I don't know if they gave us the wrong room number or whatever, but we ended up with a, a dirty-ass room, and now it's like 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, and I had to book a, a new place on Airbnb, cancel that one, try to find a place with Wi-Fi to join the uh, the private Facebook group, the live stream, so I could chat with you guys a little bit. And it just it, it just was not happening. I eventually found we found a room for the night that was a few blocks from there, kind of up a hill or whatever. And even once I got in there and they had Wi-Fi, I couldn't get into the group for some. Well, I got into it. I could listen to it, so I could see some people talking for a little bit, but I couldn't actually say anything. And I think that might have just been a recording, like they were they had just wrapped up or something, and then they were starting back up, and the link wasn't working, and it was just one thing after another, and it had just been a really long day, and I, you know, I just said fuck it after uh, Justin sent me the link like three different times, and I would click on it, and nothing would happen, so. Um, sorry about that. I wanted to get in there and uh, hang out with you guys a little bit. But it just didn't seem to be in the cards. It's one of those things, you know, it's Mexico. You kind of got to roll with the punches. It was shocking how few places actually had Wi-Fi there. I mean, this is like a fully developed town. And just nobody really has Wi-Fi. There's like two or three places. None of the bars have it. Uh, it's just very frustrating, the, the whole thing. I, I was at my wits end trying to get things settled with Airbnb. And then they started calling me. And they're like, oh, you know, like, well... We'll do this. We're giving you a refund, and is everything working out? And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. You gave me my refund, so that got me back to where I was three and a half hours ago before all these fucking headaches, walking around my fucking bags and shit all night long. But that's that's all they were going to do for me, apparently. 
and uh, it is what it is. But the the weekend ended up being pretty good, you know, all, all things considered. I just uh, just thought I'd apologize to you guys because I know we were planning on doing that. Hopefully, it, it was still fun. You guys had a nice little live stream chat about the elections and the the craziness that's been going on and all of that stuff. So maybe I'll make the next one. Uh, but anyway, um, we've had some pretty intense developments over the last, I don't know, three, four days since my, my Friday episode. We now have a definitive winner, according to the corporate press. They, they um, in true corporate press fashion, they all circled the wagons, declared Joe Biden the president-elect, and I guess it's official now. He's just going to act as if he's president, regardless of all of the challenges that are going around. Um, all of the the vote counting issues and things like that. I mean, there's at least three or four states that are being challenged right now that could result in a Trump victory ultimately. Not that I think that is really going to happen, but um, it, it is pretty funny that all it takes is for the corrupt left leaning media that we all know, 95% of them uh, wanted Joe Biden to win. Right. And they all just get together all of a sudden and declare it right before a Trump press conference, too, by the way. So Trump's about to give a press conference and like 10 minutes before that, inconspicuously, right, nothing to see here. We're just all going to declare Joe Biden the winner. It's official. He, he won the election now. And man, the collective just outpour of slobbering for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and our democracy and oh everything's so great now and people are partying in the streets it was absolutely disgusting absolutely disgusting to see the outpour of support for just the establishment government there there's something so disgusting about it. It really makes my skin crawl to see people just worshiping politicians, regardless of the politics. You know, if if Donald, if they had declared Donald Trump winning and, and people were celebrating in the streets, that too would make my skin crawl. It just, ugh, I, I just can't stand it. I can't stand the the brainwashing, the propaganda, the Stockholm syndrome. I mean, these people are literally enslaving us right? and they've convinced hundreds of millions of Americans that they work for us the people have a say in everything and, and this is all just uh, the will of the people that they're carrying out they're public servants and all of this fucking blatant bullshit all of these politicians are uh, sucking off of the private sector teat. They are bleeding us dry. Their entire existence is exploitative. They're exploiting uh, children, teenagers, older people, everybody working, and, and they, they never produce anything of value. <laughs> and yet, all of these people from, you know, uh, if you believe some of these people that are posting on Twitter, their four-year-olds are now so excited that the orange man is out of the uh, out of the White House come uh, January. But anyone from you know the age of four through you know uh, whatever, all the dead people too that voted for Joe Biden magically, they all just worship. They're, you're worshiping your masters, and it just oh, there, there's something that's so disgusting about it and just depressing. It, it really is depressing to me. 
But anyway, so we got that news. <laughs> we got the news that the media has declared who our president is, regardless of challenge, ongoing challenges to the, uh, you know, one of the most bizarre election structures of our lifetime. Like, we've never had a presidential election like this. People will say, oh, you know, uh, um, absentee ballots are, are a valid form of, of voting and everything. And yes, that, that is true according to the system, but they're usually a very small percentage of the vote, not like 80, 100 million people <laughs> uh, voting by mail uh, because they just sent out ballots to everybody with a pulse and then they get to f- check a box and send it back in. I mean, we've never had an election like that, which is why we had the largest turnout. I mean, does anybody believe that more people were inspired by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris than Barack Obama, the first black president? I mean, come on. Come on. And, and just because well, you can say, well, Trump derangement sy- syndrome, everybody was so motivated to get Trump out of there. OK, but you're never as motivated to vote against something as you are to vote for something. You just aren't. So um, this this mail in ballot thing had a, a huge effect on this election outcome, as we're now seeing, and a huge opportunity for voter fraud and everything like that, which I mean, it had to have gone on to some extent. Now, whether or not it would have actually swayed the election or not, you know, is anybody's guess. And I guess we can have these investigations and recounts and everything. And then you'll get to see just how dysfunctional that this system is. Wait till they recount a state like two or three times and you get a different number every single time. That's the government. That is this process. You know, I was having a a little uh, texting discussion with a dear, dear, dear friend of the show who is, sad to say, just a complete brainwashed statist and there is just no getting through to them no, no matter what like they they are fully aware of it and they are embracing it 100% it is sad to see i've tried i've tried my best but nothing um nothing i can uh seem to say or do will get through to them on this but we were having a discussion this morning and just you know i, I don't see how you can say you know voting doesn't matter look at look at georgia they're re- literally going to get to determine the, the senate and whether or not the uh um the supreme court gets packed and yada yada yeah it's like okay. first of all uh you don't even know if your vote got counted right uh, your your vote counts but every single time they they count the votes there there's a different number to begin with i mean if that doesn't tell you that your vote is meaningless, I don't know what what else will. But the idea that your vote really matters, I mean, in the abstract sense, I guess, yes, in theory, it could. If it came down to a tie, your vote would carry the issue, right? Except that eh, we've never had a tie ever in the history of government. It's, it's never come down. We got the exact same number of votes and your vote gets to uh, carry the issue of the day. That's never the case. And then if you look at swing states or whatever, yeah, yeah, sure. They, their votes matter more than, than somebody like me voting from Illinois or something where my vote's just going to get uh, 100% erased immediately by the overwhelming uh, majority of, of people voting Democrat there. But when you look at the overall picture of things, and this is, I think, what most people get at. Now, I don't want to put words or arguments into people's mouths, but when you say voting doesn't matter, it's that when you look at the result, like, yes, the 
the the people in Georgia get to determine, you know, whether or not the uh, uh, Republicans control the Senate. Uh, oh, okay, but so they get to determine the outcome. But after that, what the government does with that outcome, how they govern, that never changes. Okay, you're going no matter what, no matter who's in there, Republicans or Democrats, you're going to get um, the the same kind of government that you would have gotten regardless. Like uh, like um, Michael Malice always says, conservatives are um, progressives driving the speed limit. Yeah, they they might pump the brakes a little bit, but you're going to get there. You're just delaying the inevitable. You know, the idea that Republicans are going to govern that much differently than Democrats. I don't see how anybody can can actually say that with a straight face. I mean, look at where we are today. If Republicans really were what they claim to be, we wouldn't have we wouldn't be closing in on a 30 trillion dollar national debt. We just wouldn't because they would be these fiscal conservatives. Right. So regardless of who actually wins the outcome eventually you're going to end up in the same place. And yeah, you may uh, put something off for a year or two or maybe four years, but eventually it's just going to all, it's all going to be the same thing. So I I don't know why anybody bothers with this system anymore. And I think that if, if what happens, if what I think is going to happen happens, I think you're going to see a lot of people unsubscribe from this type of system. So what you've got now is Joe Biden essentially stealing the election in the eyes of tens of millions of Americans. I mean, feel however you feel about it. This was There was a lot of uh, shadiness going on in this election. I mean, I don't think we should trust these elections ever, regardless. But like I said, mail-in ballots just welcome voter fraud. There was all kinds of crazy shit going on at the polling centers and everything like that. So a ton of people are, are just going to believe that this was stolen from them, that that Donald Trump's first term was stolen from him with this whole Russia collusion thing and impeachment. And they, they basically thwarted any chance that he had of implementing his agenda. And then they stole his second term from him. And now they're talking about, well, we're going to pack the Supreme Court Right. So you're going to steal the election. Then you're going to steal the the Supreme Court and you're going to try to ram your ideas, your way of life down the throats of like 49 percent of the uh, voting population that didn't vote for any of this, that doesn't want your way of life. The vast majority of states in the country don't uh, subscribe to this progressive Ideal. I mean, yeah, on the coasts, it's very popular in big cities, but man, there are a lot of people that do not see eye to eye with any of this stuff. Just everyday, day to day activities, the, the way you approach life, religion, family, all of this stuff. We have irreconcilable differences. And any talk of unity from Joe Biden and the Democrats is just absolutely laughable. It's laughable. I mean, these are, (laughs) I saw some fucking tweet from Michelle Obama and man, there, there are a few people that I can stand less than that woman. She really fucking drives me crazy, but she had this like, uh, you know, backhanded fucking tweet where she's like, Oh, you know, we have to, I'll just pull it up. Let's remember that tens of millions of people voted for the status quo, even when it meant supporting lies, hate, chaos, and division. we got a lot of work to do to reach out to these folks in the years ahead and connect with them on what unites us. Okay. 
Listen, you guys are so fucking out of touch. I, I like I've never seen a collective group of people that are just so off the the pulse of America. The way they're reading people is so wrong. Oh, you know. Uh, let me talk about how these people voted for hate, chaos, and, and we've been calling them racist, white supremacists, like the worst people on the face of the earth for the last four years. But we're going to reach out to them on the things that unite us. Fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, I, I'm not even one of these people that she's referring to. But that shit pisses me off. I can only imagine if I was like a MAGA guy. Take your unity and shove it up your ass. How about that? How about that? There, There is just no way that any of these backhanded fucking compliments or whatever are going to, to, to go over. You cannot reunite people that voted for Trump and people that voted for Joe Biden. You just can't do it. The, the country is way too divided, and it has a lot to do with the fact that government's way too big. It's in every aspect of our lives. I mean, what else? Like, that was another thing about, you know, I want the opposite party to control the Senate than, than the presidency and the House just for the chance of gridlock in Washington for the time being. But I mean, really, what are we talking about here? What can the government not do, right? Like, what can they do that they already aren't doing to us? They've got us locked down in our houses. They've got it. They can forcefully shut down our businesses. They can make us wear a mask everywhere we go. They can prevent us from traveling. They can do literally whatever they want to us. So who gives a shit at this point? Like, what is this all about? <laughs> okay. So yeah, maybe they can't get the, the Green New Deal passed through Congress, but, but, Okay, then they'll just do, they'll find some other workaround for it. They'll do a, an executive order or, or whatever, you know, or they'll negotiate and they'll get some watered down version of it. And then when that inevitably blows up, like Obamacare did, then they'll just build on it and be like, well, this was really just the first step toward climate change, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so this is all fucking nonsense. Like they already have control over every aspect of our lives. What else could they possibly do? Like what do we? What can we stop them from doing that they already aren't that they already don't do to us? Right? It's not like they're gonna get you're gonna get people into the Senate and they're going to start just eliminating entire departments and and actually getting rid of some of this legislation. No, 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 no. There, there's no. Ever, there's never any talk of that. And for Donald Trump in his last couple of months in office, that would be amazing if he just started eliminating entire departments and declassifying everything and rolling and just throwing legislation into the fire. That would be amazing. But there's never any talk of that, is there? I mean, they only talk about what's, what's going to happen next. So it's like the, the progressives, they put forth an outrageous piece of legislation, like the most ridiculous thing ever. They're going to, you know, control uh, cow farts or something like that. And then the Republicans come back in the Senate and like, whoa, 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 that's, that's crazy. We'll, we'll give you the, the first, you know, thousand pages of that bill, but not the last 500 where you where you really go off the deep end and they just they shift that overton window so they're all they're con we're constantly moving in one direction so the idea that you're going to vote to stop this thing it's just never going to happen there's there's never uh any discussion of rolling back government at all it's always just trying to stop it from getting way too you know that much bigger it's like when they talk about cuts to government spending they, they're never actually cutting 
spending. It's not like they're spending $100 this year and we're going to cut that to $75 next year. No, no. They're, they're spending $100 this year. They're planning on spending 150 next year, but we're going to spend 125 And so we cut $25 out of that fucking budget. That, the, the same way they operate with the budget that's given us to $27 trillion in debt, hundreds of trillions in unfunded liabilities, that's the way government operates on every level. Legislation, the, the number of employees, the number of bureaucracies, departments, all of that. It, it never gets any smaller. And that's why we have irreconcilable differences, because you can ignore, and I talked about this on the last episode, and actually the the one a little bit that I recorded with, with Buck on death, death, uh, death to Tyrants, you can ignore government, or at least you used to be able to, for a, a large portion of your life, right? And, and a lot of people did. It was just like, oh, you know, I'm not going to pay attention to politics. Whatever those people do, they do. It doesn't really affect my life. I'll find a workaround or something like that. But when it gets to the point where they get to determine whether or not you can go outside, you can have family over, how many people can go to a funeral or a wedding, or you can be present for your kid's birth, this is, that's it. I mean, that is, these are the, 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 the things that people hold nearest and dearest to their, heart, their hearts. This is life. This is like the, the difference between living like a fucking vegetable, watching Netflix all day, and going out and enjoying the, year, the, the few years that you have on this planet. Going out and doing what you want to do. Seeing the arts, uh, activities, you know, uh, I don't know, surfing, fishing, hiking, uh, traveling, whatever it is. I mean, once you start to infringe on that aspect of everybody's lives, well, now, you, now you've got a really big problem. You start to mess with their religion, their religious beliefs, the way they raise their families, things like that, school. It, it's too much. It's, it, you cannot reconcile those differences. And to have every four years uh, a couple thousand votes or something or one state determine how millions of people have to raise their kids, educate their kids, live their lives, that, that's just too much. Uh, that's too divisive. It's too hot to reconcile. Like, it's too important to people. Like taxes, okay, 35%, 30%, 28%, whatever. That, that kind of stuff, like you, you get over it. Right, and you find you find ways around it, but when you when it comes to people's everyday lives, they don't want to be they don't want to have that dictated to them by some um, other authority, by some other group of people that they they think are despicable either way around. Right, you know whether it's you know the right thinking of the left, the left thinking of the right, it doesn't matter. So the the, the idea that we're going to unify this country is just absolutely ridiculous like that that ship has sailed let's take a quick second and thank our other sponsor for today's show and that is our dear 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 friends over at lorenzati coffee who have gone above and beyond the call of duty of a sponsor and I got to tell you guys, you know, we have some holidays coming up. We got you got Thanksgiving where maybe you'll be going to a Thanksgiving party that has more than 6 people. I'm sure you're going to want some coffee after dinner or maybe some espresso, I don't know. 
but nothing goes better, you know, after a big meal and then you have some apple pie a la mode or something like that than a nice cup of premium Italian coffee brought to you by two liberty-minded entrepreneurs who came together over their love of coffee and their inability to find a decent cup of joe this side of the pond. And so what I need you to do is go to lorenzotti.coffee, use my promo code FICTION for 10% off your order. You could bring coffee to your, your, your Thanksgiving, uh, that could be your offering. You know, some people bring wine, some people bring, you know, make a side dish or something. You don't have to go through all that. You don't have to make uh, mashed potatoes or some uh, corn, corn casserole or anything like that. Just go to lorenzotti.coffee, use the promo code FICTION. They have uh, new bulk orders, new like holiday packages that you can buy. So there's, um, there's a six-pack and a 12-pack for tins and a three-pack and a five-pack for the bags of coffee. So not only could you bring a bunch of coffee to your, your Thanksgiving gathering and really put the dessert over the top, but these would make great stocking stuffers, Christmas gifts. Is, you know That's right around the corner. A lot of us can't go shopping, right, because you're under lock and key. You know, don't want to get the coronavirus. Okay, they'll deliver it right to your door in beautifully packed tins, and then you could uh, you could stuff stockings with it, put it under the tree, give somebody the gift of premium Italian coffee this holiday season. Go to Lorenzotti.coffee. Use promo code FICTION for 10% off so they know I sent you. You won't be sorry. Zach has done an incredible job of of helping to promote this show and the ideas of liberty. So do do him a favor, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, and go get yourself some delicious coffee. And I think the Democrats are going to overplay their hand here. They're going to push it too far. It's one of the silver linings that I was talking about with Buck. Like, this is this is it. I think they've broken this system now. It's over. That There is just no way, especially if they stack the Supreme Court after that, that's just it. I mean, you will see the biggest red wave come midterm elections, that you will get decisive majorities in the House and the Senate for Republicans, and you will never see anything even get to the Supreme Court. Okay, there is just going to be um, complete gridlock in Washington, I think, going forward, which is a good thing. Not that that's going to actually stop them, because the gridlock only applies when you follow the Constitution, that living, breathing document that they've completely fucking perverted the meaning of and destroyed any value that it once had. So, I mean, just because we actually technically have gridlock doesn't mean that the president's not just going to ram through his agenda with executive orders or something like that. But I hope they do. I hope they really overplay their hand. I hope they try to take their retarded agenda and their just ridiculous outlooks on like all this wokeism shit that nobody fucking likes except a very small percentage of the population. Go ahead and run with that. Take it, you know, push it to the nth degree, stack the Supreme Court, pass your Green New Deal, all of this shit. The more you do, the more turned off people are going to get and the, the more uh, resistance you will see on a local level. Like you're just going to see people completely check out of the system, hopefully entire states. You know, you, you stack the Supreme Court and that's it. Like they're, they're just states are just not going to listen to their opinions. And that's really all the Supreme Court is. They can render an opinion. That's why they call it rendering an opinion. They don't get to just determine the law of the land. Now, we've been letting them do that for my entire life, but that's not their role. 
and it's up to the states to nullify that shit. So I think when when they do overplay their hand and they do sort of push their radical agenda through, they just ram it down everybody's throats. They they rig the government so that they can use this gigantic apparatus to force their way of life on everybody else. You know, they get rid of all of the checks and balances and controls that are going to stop to, uh, you know, put a stop to what they're trying to do. And it's so blatant now. It's so out there. And the media is giving them coverage and big tech firms are giving them cover. Media is not giving them coverage. They're giving them cover. Sorry. Yeah. So they've they've got all of this help and it's just it's right out there in front of everybody to see on full display how corrupt, how despicable this system is that I I think I'm very optimistic that people are actually going to just check completely out of this. And we could see a very healthy hatred for the state coming up in, in the next uh, recent years. Now, that might be wishful thinking uh, on my part because you do tend to see people just dig farther into their party politics when they get challenged like that. But I don't know. I, I think that this is just it, – it's too much now. It, 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 too many people are turned off by this that they're just not going to go for it. And you actually see – you're starting to see – People migrate from some of these main platforms. In fact, um, I, I probably should have made this announcement at the the top of the show, but we are uh, we're starting some new pages. Uh, we're 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 creating a I think we're creating a parlor account, and that um, what is that fucking thing called? We me or me we? What's that thing called? Hang on, I don't know what any of this stuff is, but yeah the MeWe account is that how you pronounce it MeWe so these alternate platforms where people uh, aren't going to be censored the we tried to set up the uh, Justin's been handling a lot of this for me because you guys know me I am uh, technologically illiterate but I guess the the parlor thing like their their site's just been crashing constantly because the the large number of people that are coming over from Facebook and everything like that all at once because they've just had it They've had it with that system. So the, these big tech firms, they have. Um, I, I think they've overplayed their hand. They've they've broken that camel's back. It, it's done. The, these new alternative platforms are starting to pick up steam, and I think the government's going to go the same way. I think people are going to start uh, checking out of this whole centralized government thing, and you're going to start seeing places on a local level really start to defy all of this federal government nonsense. I really do think we're watching the crumbling of the empire right in front of our eyes. And it's a glorious thing to see, not just for all of the memes and and gifs and everything like that that have been uh, bombarding everybody for the last week or so. I mean, those have been fantastic. It's been a great time to, uh, to be a meme lord, right? But yeah, I, I just think people's faith in these institutions is crumbling. The the government is, is going to be under a crippling amount of debt. The Supreme Court's going to become increasingly irrelevant. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. Like now we got, so we have this vaccine, right? Allegedly, Pfizer's got this vaccine, which they conveniently kept under wraps until just after Joe Biden was announced the, uh, the president by the corporate press. Nothing shady about that, but we still didn't even know. They say it's 90% effective, but even then, it's still not done going through all the trials and everything. We don't know if it's going to get approved by the FDA. Fauci says it, it will be approved soon. Then you've still got several months before 
that, you know, it's actually um, deployed or whatever. I mean, we're looking at, you know, spring of next year, best case scenario for a vaccine. And we don't even know if it's like a one and done type of thing. Like you get this once and you're just, you know, like the polio vaccine, like you're inoculated from it. I don't think that's the way it works. I think the way it's going to work is like the flu vaccine, where it's a different strain every year. And sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. Depends on how you, you know, if you want to do it or whatever. I've never gotten the flu vaccine before. I I just haven't. And I I don't know. I'm not an anti-vax or anything like that. But I just, you know, if I get the flu, I get the flu. But I'm usually uh, relatively healthy over here. But so I think that's going to be more like it. I mean, that it sent the markets into a tizzy. They were they gapped up big yesterday. Uh, just huge. Some of these stocks were up 30, 35%. All of the, the stocks that are related to life going, returning to normal, travel stocks, airlines, cruise lines, things like that were up big. All of the stocks that people have been buying this entire pandemic because everyone's sitting at their house, in their house like a vegetable, Netflix, Amazon, you know, things like that. Those were down a little bit. Gold got crushed. Gold got uh, crushed, dude. It was down like over $100 an ounce. It's been a very interesting time in the markets. I don't expect this rally to last. I think it's already fizzled, but you're going to keep getting some of these in the markets. Every time they talk about a vaccine and that this pandemic, you know, may be behind us or something like that, you'll you'll get a big rally and then it'll fizzle and you'll get a big rally and, you'll, and it'll fizzle and then you'll get an announcement about something and and everybody will think, oh, you know, this is this is finally it. But is it really? Who knows what Joe Biden and company are going to have in store for this uh, for COVID in 2021? I mean, they're talking about a national mask mandate. And if you look at these charts, look at any chart of a country with a mask mandate, and none of them seem to be ha- have any correlation with fewer cases or transmission of the disease or anything like that. I've seen this chart of, of France floating around like right after they, they put in place all of these mask mandates, the cases went through the roof. And I, I, you know, I peruse the internet today and you see all kinds of headlines and everything. Oh, cases are up, uh, you know, most since uh, April, hospitalizations are up and the second wave coming, whatever. Like this vaccine is not going to do anything to prevent this so-called second wave. And the way that they measure this stuff, I mean, they could declare a second wave or more cases based on that faulty you know, PCR test that's cycling too high. I mean, they, they can do whatever they want. And once they get those numbers, now that they have precedent, they can implement anything that they want. And then again, you know, I've, I've expressed my apprehension with things like this vaccine and them trying to force people to take it. I, I'm not taking this fucking vaccine. I, I don't care. I would rather get the coronavirus than take some hastily th- hastily thrown together vaccine that we don't know the, the side effects of. I, I know what's going to happen to me if I get COVID-19. I, I'll get the sniffles for a couple days, maybe a fever, and then I'll be fine. And I'm okay with that. I, I'm more than willing to live with that. Who knows what what happens when you just start injecting yourself with with vaccines and everything like that. Now, if something were to change and the coronavirus was actually become something to fear, like like what everyone tells you, you should fear it um, at at my age or in my condition, something like that. 
okay, maybe I'll think about getting vaccinated from it, but definitely not this first round. Let let all these pussy politicians take it first, right? They they take it. Joe Biden takes it. He survives. Okay, maybe the vaccine is safe. I don't know, but if they die, I I feel like we're we're all just better off. So either all the politicians die off and we're, we're living in a fucking utopia, or the uh, the vaccine actually works and it doesn't kill them off and it's safe to take. Those are those are my two choices, and I'm going to wait to see how that plays out. Anyway, it really was just unbelievable to see the the full force of the establishment in concert with the corporate press and all of these you know big tech firms, Twitter, things like that, just really put their plan into action. I mean, this was a coordinated effort. It's kind of creepy. It really should creep you out that everybody can just get together and declare something it and it, it's so and then you know we just move on joe biden's already like meeting with foreign powers they're saying he's violating the logan act and things like that he's got his transition team ready to go and he's basically acting as if he, he's president even though that all of this stuff is is um technically being challenged now it's I think it's more of a um, an exercise in futility from Trump's perspective, but it, it just really is it just incredible. And the the ability of everybody who spent the last four years screaming at the top of their lungs about election interference and Russia hacked our elections, Trump's illegitimate president. That you know this election didn't count. That there's voter fraud everywhere. Four years, four years of that with no evidence ever presented, but they wouldn't shut up about it 24 hours a day for fucking three and a half years. All they talked about was how Russia interfered in our election and and Putin got Trump elected and all this stuff. And now that, you know, we've had hundreds of millions of people vote by mail with no oversight to the process whatsoever. They're not checking signatures. You don't have to give ID or anything like that. And it's just nothing, not a word about it. It's impossible for these elections to be tainted, for there to be any voter fraud. How dare you even suggest that there could be anything but the the utmost integrity involved in this election? You guys are just conspiracy theorists, you know, with your tinfoil hats. It's just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Two weeks ago, it was it was Putin. Putin was going to interfere in this election to get Trump elected. So what what happened? He just sat this one out. I mean, come on. It's just incredible to me to watch the the corporate press just completely reverse position with a straight face and and just there's no mention not even just um, berate people for questioning the integrity of this election process but they there there's not a peep about Russia anymore you're you're not going to hear the word Russia come up from the corporate press for the next four years if Joe Biden is president. Not going to be there, there. Nothing is going to be a, a Russia conspiracy. It's not going to be you know Russia misinformation campaign or anything like that. Nope, nothing. They're not even going to say the fucking word, and it's going to be unbelievable to watch them do that. Almost as unbelievable as they um, try to convince us that Joe Biden is a lucid president. Like, how long are they going to pretend that to be the case before, you know, it's time to get him out of there and just have Kamala the cop ruling over us? I mean. I give it a maybe a year, probably less. I, I think by this time next year, Joe Biden will be on his way out. I mean, there's no way he's going to put in a full term. 
that's impossible. That's absolutely impossible. And maybe one of the reasons why they sat on that whole Hunter Biden story was so that they could wait to get Joe Biden in there and then use it to remove him from office and get and get Kamala in there because it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to watch them transition from Joe Biden is completely lucid and and he's the only hope we have of restoring the soul of America and our democracy and our faith in government and all that crap to oh yeah this guy's actually completely lost it and he needs to step down. I can't wait to see them try to make do that song and dance. Anyway, all indications are Trump is going to fight this thing. He's not going to concede. You know, I mean, I don't really blame him based on what, what we've been seeing the, the media do and, and just the, what the, the deep state and the establishment apparatus has tried to do to him over the years. If it were me, I would just take the loss and just go fucking scorched earth on the government and just, you know, stop wasting time with these lawsuits and everything like that and just start dismantling the government. Everything you don't like about it, just don't do it. Done. Executive order. Boom. And it's gone. That would be incredible. I know people are calling for him to declassify all sorts of things. That'd be great too. Sure, declassify it all. I know there's some fear of that. But I'm more concerned with just eliminating large swaths of the federal government. That's what I'd really like to see. Unfortunately, uh, you know, he's just going to be going uh, ballistic on Twitter. These lawsuits are going to be carried out for, for months on end. And I wonder if all of this will usher in some changes in the voting structure. I doubt it. Like I said on the, on the last episode, they like this retarded, chaotic way of voting. It gives them cover to, to basically manipulate it any way that they want if they were really interested. Because, you know, they claim that they want everyone to have a voice and your voice needs to be heard and that's vital to our democracy. They, They can say that till they're blue in the face. If they really believe that, we would at least, at the very least, just have something like ranked voting where you can you can vote for whoever you want for for the first you know ticket okay and if that person doesn't win then it goes to your second choice and your third choice and your fourth choice so no matter you know who you vote for your vote actually gets counted <laughs> um based on the ranking so it's like oh you know nobody wants to vote third party because you're throwing your vote away well this would eliminate that right so you could vote for Joe Jorgensen and if Joe Jorgensen wins then your vote helped her win and if Joe Jorgensen has no chance of winning, well, then it would go to your second choice. It would, you know, you go Joe Jorgensen, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, whatever. Down the line, you list your top five votes, top three votes, whatever it is. And it, it just goes to the next one until you have a winner. And that way, you actually would technically have a, a, a vote counted. <laughs> You'd have a say in the outcome of the election. You wouldn't just be throwing away your vote or something like that. But of course, there's nothing the two-party system would want less than something like that that would nullify their duopoly that they have on this system. So that will never happen, of course, even though it just makes perfect sense. Like I talked about all the other technological advancements they could use in the voting process. Those will never get implemented either. And despite the fact that something like 80 fucking million people didn't even vote in this election. They'll claim that they'll have some sort of mandate because they won the popular vote or something like that. Uh, that that's all just a bunch of bullshit, <laughs> okay? Um, the, the, the majority of people didn't vote in this election. So actually, the winner of this presidential election was none of the above. None of the above. Didn't vote for Biden, 
didn't vote for Trump, didn't vote third party, didn't vote Green Party, didn't vote for Kanye. No, no. So none of the above won. So maybe we shouldn't have a president at all. Uh, But anyway, um, I'm going to wrap there for today, guys. Hope you all have a nice week. If you liked what you heard today, don't forget to give me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. We have a private Facebook group that you can join. We're working on some platforms on alternative or some uh, groups on alternative platforms. There will be more details on that to come. Check out our YouTube channel. If you want to become a supporting listener of the show, you can do that by going to peddlingfictionpodcast.com. If you want to become a sponsor of the show, you can email me, peddling at peddlingfictionpodcast.com. We have some advertising space available on the show. So if you want to support the show that way, I'd love to work with you, work something out. And um, if you guys can do all that for me, I will be back later this week, probably Thursday, maybe Friday, kind of depends on how things go, with a brand new episode for you. And until then, just remember to keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.